Welcome to the Choate Family Office podcast series. On this show, we explore important topics related to wealth management, investing, and managing risk across generations. Hello, everyone. I'm Tamar Alamedin, Managing Director of Choate Investment Advisors, and I'm joined today by Henry Dormitzer, Senior Portfolio Manager at Choate Investment Advisors. Hey, Tamar. I'm glad we're doing this. This is interesting. So today, uh, in light of what's been happening in the banking sector, we're going to talk a little bit about safe assets and how we think of safe assets. When we think of safe assets, the first thing that comes to mind is cash, cash in your pocket. And what does cash bring you? The value of the cash in your pocket doesn't change, and it's immediately liquid. You can go down to the store and purchase something right away. What's very close to cash is what people consider the money in either their checking or savings deposit, or what's often termed as an investment vehicle, but is also classified as cash or cash equivalent, a money market fund. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about money market funds. The reason for that is historically, your checking and savings account offers some yield, but the yield is quite low, below 1%. Whereas today, if you invested in a money market fund, you would earn up to four and a half percentage points. So that's a big gap for a product that offers many of the benefits of cash. Many of you have already invested in money market funds, but for those of you who want to learn more, I'm going to hand off to Henry. Thanks, Tamar. Well, maybe it's just as a start, I'll tell everybody that if you invest with Chote and Chote Investment Advisors, your cash is in what's called an institutional money market fund that buys government and agency securities, U.S. treasuries and agency securities. Here's the way I think about it. If you don't have your money in a bank account, where do you have your money? Well, you could take your money out of a bank account and go out and buy a U.S. treasury security. The problem of doing that is you've got to go find a broker who's going to buy the treasury security for you. And then when you want the money back, you either have to wait for that treasury security to mature, I mean, come due and pay you back, or you have to sell it to somebody else. So there's some friction involved in buying a U.S. treasury. So the other way to do that is to take your money out of the bank and put it in a club that goes out and buys U.S. treasury securities. I'm using club sort of colloquially. But what I mean is you join together with a bunch of other people through a fund and you buy U.S. treasury securities. And that's really what a money market fund is with an added wrinkle on top of it. That added wrinkle is that the SEC has come in and said, hey, if you're putting together a fund to buy treasuries and you're going to call it what you said, Tamara, is liquid, which really means you can get your money back right away. If you want to get your money back right away, the SEC says you have to follow certain rules to make it super liquid. For those of you who want to be technical, those rules are laid out in SEC's Rule 2A7, but I'm going to give you just three of them to think about. One is if you're a fund that's offering this liquidity. If you're a money market fund, you can't buy any security that matures longer than 397 days from now. So just over a year is the longest possible maturity in a money market fund. Two, 10% of those securities have to mature by tomorrow in one day. 30% of those securities have to mature next week. So you have an awful lot of instantaneous liquidity in a money market fund so that when investors say, hey, you know what, I actually need my money back because I'm buying a house, I'm buying a car, kids going to school, whatever, there's ways to do that. Now, not all money market funds are created equal, though. I've just been talking about money market funds as if they own treasuries and government securities. And I'm talking like that because when we buy money market funds, we only buy money market funds that buy treasuries and government securities. And the reason for that is because then you have the full faith and credit of the U.S. government securing those securities held in the money market fund. 
There are other types of money market funds. They're not necessarily bad, but they're lower credit quality. And those are called sometimes prime money market funds or municipal money market funds. To the extent a money market fund buys non-government and agency securities, such as commercial paper from a corporation, certificates of deposit from a bank, or municipal bonds, then it's a slightly less liquid type of money market fund. And oftentimes those money market funds have protective provisions in them known as fees and gates. That type of money market might say, if everybody wants to take their money out of the money market right away at the same time, the money market fund might say, hey, you know what? I'm going to impose a fee on you taking money out of the money market fund, or I'm going to gate the money market fund so not more than a certain percentage of the fund can provide liquidity at any particular time. Fees and gates are limited to money market funds that have municipal securities or non-treasuries and agencies. So what we do is we focus on money market funds that have just governments and agencies. So as a result, super high credit quality. In fact, U.S. agency securities or U.S. Treasury securities, you're getting the same level of federal government guarantee on the underlying security in the fund that you do when you have FDIC insurance on your bank. And that's in contrast to if the fund were buying commercial paper from, from companies or municipal bonds. Ultimately, we recommend, if you want safety, buy a money market fund that is backed by or invests in U.S. Treasuries and government securities without fees and gates and with as low a fee as you can find. We also tend to prefer the larger funds just because they have more access to liquidity and it's more diversified. Thank you, Henry. So again, in this environment, it makes sense to manage your cash, your excess cash effectively. Uh, Many of you, if you have a checking account and it's under $250,000 per partner, if you're a household, if you're two people, it can go up to $500,000. You have nothing to worry about. It's FDIC guaranteed. But even if you are under that threshold, it's important to remember that you're only earning a very small yield on those assets. And in a current money market fund, you can earn uh, 4.5%. So we encourage you to do some shopping or talk to us and look at the alternatives because it's quite compelling. Tamara, it might be interesting to note that there's a category of money market funds that are really thought of as institutional money market funds, meaning they're serving really big investors. And another category that are called retail money market funds, which are really designed for individuals, real human beings to go invest in. At Choate, when we invest in money market funds, we usually use institutional money market funds because we have so much money to put into money market funds. We have more than the $10 million purchase minimum. An institutional money market fund today is yielding 4.5% about. In contrast, if you were going to do this in your own brokerage account, you'd probably be talking about a retail money market fund, but you don't give up very much. You can still buy a government or agency-backed, no fees and gates money market fund for retail investors that's yielding about four and a quarter percent. Thanks, Henry, for the clarification. And typically, those funds are actually managed by the same team. It's just that the fees on the retail product is higher, and that's why your yield ends up being lower. So that wraps up our inquiry into safe assets. As always, if you have any questions, please contact your Choke Wealth team, and we'll be happy to go over any specifics. Thank you, Henry, very much for joining me this afternoon. Thanks, Tamar. The information provided in this recording is for informational purposes only. While Choate Investment Advisors makes every attempt to present accurate information, the information in this recording may not be appropriate for your specific circumstances, and it may become outdated over time. 
The views expressed on this podcast are personal opinions only and should not be construed as financial advice for your given situation. Moreover, the views expressed by our guests are not necessarily endorsed by Choate Investment Advisors, and Choate Investment Advisors may decide to select investments on a different basis at any time without prior notice. Finally, as everyone should know, past performance is not a guarantee of future performance.